Hey, Shoujo fans! Welcome to episode 38 of Shoujo Sunday. It's our podcast anniversary, and we are finally doing the promised Made Sama manga retrospective. Let's dig in. There's so so many emotions, but we want to start off this episode with a giveaway announcement, okay? It is our first podcast anniversary, so of course we had to do a giveaway and we had to do it big this time. We've teamed up with Pink Kimi on Twitter and one winner, okay, one listener, Shoujo fan, friend, is going to get pink Yowu cat earphones. Ear, well, pink Yowu cat ear <laughs> headphones. Yes. Blue Spring Ride by Ayo Sakizaka, the complete manga set. Okay, all the volumes. Everyone. <laughs> A Mizaki Ayuzawa plushie from Little River and Co. And the Kageki Shoujo Blu ray. Yes. yes. Uh- I like I'm kind of jealous low-key like I want all of it <laughs> right me too like especially the earphones are so cute I might have yeah. to cop them like I mean same <laughs> so we might all be matching guys but anyway yeah. all you need to do is retweet um pink Kemi's um pin tweet follow pink Kemi or pink Kemi pink Kimi and follow shoujo sunday on twitter Tag two friends in the comments, and that's it. And the giveaway will end on July 31st. We'll make sure to put out an announcement. But yeah, please enter our giveaway. Share it. Tell everybody about it. We're so excited to be doing this for you guys. Um, But yeah, let's move on into the episode. I am Sam. I am a freelance illustrator and designer from Thailand. I've worked with Chika and Shoujo Sunday for a few years now. I actually designed their logo and it's always really exciting for me to get to create something for Shoujo Sunday because they are so pleasant and so wonderful to work with. They're really kind, really understanding. They let me have like a little bit of creative freedom, but they also give really good and useful feedback. And yeah, just generally really great pleasure to work with. And my favorite thing about Shoujo Sunday has to be the concept. I'm quite familiar with it at this point. I mean, it's ice cream and it's pink, which are two things that I really love. So I don't think it gets any better than that. And as it's their anniversary soon, I would like to wish Shoujo Sunday a very happy anniversary. Bye. So... Our discussion for, about our first anniversary. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Oh How gosh. are you feeling, Gianna? Honestly, like, I, I don't want to get too deep into it. I might want to get sappy later, but I am just 
so grateful. I'm so excited. I'm just, I think I messaged you like yesterday or two days ago where I'm like, I'm just buzzing about our podcast right now. Like uh, we have so many cool things coming. We've done so many cool things and I'm just so excited about Shoujo Sunday. How about you? I just, I feel like floored, you know, um, like, obviously, we are so determined to, like, reach this milestone, but actually hitting it just gets me all into my feels, you know, mm-hmm. um, especially, like, I mean, it's our one-year anniversary, but we've been talking about, like, this podcast, like, since 2021, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and honestly, I think it was, like, August 2021, maybe, whenever we first started talking about it. It it might have been. Yeah, it's been a long time. Yeah, yeah. So it's like for us to have made it to this moment, like I'm so proud of us and the podcast um, and all of the people that like we've met along the way, like our community Mm -hmm. and stuff. But yeah, I just wanted to touch on that a little bit because, like, we'll get more into our feels later on in the episode. But it's like, of course, we have to get, like, that first line of excitement out before yeah. we start launching into um, Maid-sama once more. Um, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Diving back into Maid-sama, what an adventure. Yeah, truly. Honestly <laughs> and truly. Like, we've we've made it. Hi everyone, I'm Jimmy Memu. I'm a music producer and composer. I work alongside Paira to compose and produce Shoujo Sunday's theme song, Ai Alamole. Working alongside Paira to create this song was such an amazing experience, especially bringing to life uh, Chica's and Gianna's vision and what they wanted to have as the intro song for their podcast. I think what I like the most about the podcast is not only like the really hard work that Chica and Gianna put into it. Also the chemistry that the both of them have. They have such chemistry and it flows really well and it makes it so fun to listen to it because they they're just wonderful together. Happy anniversary. Bye. Um I don't really think we need to do a soft serve summary. You guys should yeah. probably, if you're listening to this, you already know what Maid Sama is about. Um, so instead, let's just get into our general reaction after <laughs> finally reading it all. Oh. How, how are you feeling? How are we feeling as a collective? Well, I, I want to say that my... Like, reading Meetsama, I enjoyed it. You know, as you guys know, I don't, like, read a lot of manga. I don't really, like, make the time for that. So, like, making the time to read the manga and, like, really absorb the full story was very enjoyable for me. I will say the overall feeling about the story at the end is mostly satisfied, like a little banana split, perhaps. I don't know. Should I get into any specifics about why or should I just, like, leave it at that? <laughs> um... No, because or well, I mean, I guess we're. I think we're gonna go move into noted character development and then okay. go into floats your boat. So if you want to do banana split in the middle of that, that's cool. Oh no, that's fine. Yeah, I awesome. think I'll leave it kind of vague because I'll touch on more of the whys in our like floats your boat, ice cream, you scream, yeah. stuff like that. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I mean, for me, I would say I just feel more at peace about the mm-hmm. romance now. Yes. Like the nostalgia was hitting me because I used to love the manga and I do own it all, guys. All of like the big, um, the jumbo versions that Viz put out. Um, and so rereading it just made me feel so much better um, about their love story about Yuzui and Mizaki. And mm-hmm. um, I honestly do, I still kind of stick to this, and I know that Gianna does as well, that Sama should have gotten a second season where we were able to focus on Yuzui. Just to like end it off like solidly because the main focus was Mizaki. But as you guys know, there's so much more to the story. Um, Mm. And I mean, I did frown about a couple of things, but I also have really good feelings as well. Yeah, yeah, I think we're on the exact same page, so it'll be very fun going through all of these points with you. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's move into noted character development. Um, So I guess we should just get into our leads. So Mizaki Ayuzawa, manga version. (laughs) I guess, how would you say... Like, what are some things that you picked up from reading it that you feel like really showed Mizaki's character progression? I think the first thing that becomes evident is that she finally gets to a point with herself where she so fully accepts her feelings for Usui and knows that she loves being around him and that she wants to accept his love into her life and when she realizes how strongly she has been reciprocating those feelings and like for how long like seeing her be like i need to communicate this oh my god that was such a turning point for me so it's like this girl who wants to keep everything a secret and even like to a point kept this a secret from herself is like I want to communicate this and like this fire has been set underneath me because this is what I want to do, even if she's kind of bad at it. It's yeah. so cute to see her reach that point and finally communicate her feelings. Yeah, honestly, I feel the exact same way. I think just seeing her move from being so standoffish to like openly accepting skinship and stuff with Mm -hmm. Yuzui, it was just one of my main highlights and stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. I loved the fact that, like, she also just moved from being so, I don't know, I think because she's just not used to being emotional, she was very stiff when it came to expressing that. And so her just openly talking to Yuzui about um, his past and what concerns her and even going as far as saying like you know we need to make decisions together as a unit like mm-hmm. I was so happy with her for um, making that change and then being so invested in the relationship that she went above and beyond like more than you would think Mizaki would do um, at least when we first meet her in the anime definitely she goes above and beyond to prove her love for Yuzui. And that just makes me so happy. Yeah. Oh my gosh, me too. Like, she goes so far as to ask Aoi to teach her how to knit. And like, 
that's a lengthy process, you know. You have to be committed. And at one point she said she started over because it wasn't perfect. So it's just nice to see that even though it made her uneasy, she was like steadfast in her decision. Like she was committed to letting him know that she loved him. Yes. And then I also love, aside from like how she grew within her relationship with Uzui, I love how she talked to Kano um, about her field of vision expanding because she became class president, right? Mm -hmm. So then this was like back when they were basically doing an election to see who was going to be class president. Of course, Mizaki wins. But she was able to talk to him about her feelings and just say, hey, you know, us having this conversation with me not really being cool with guys and you not being cool with, with girls, this wouldn't happen if I wasn't class president. And so just seeing her grow not only as like a romantic partner, but as a person, um, and the way she communicates with others, it was really beautiful to just see that growth. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And on a similar scale, even though I'll probably touch on this more later, there there are moments where she does also let Sakura and Shizuko in. And I'm thinking specifically when she tells them finally that her and Usui are together mm -hmm. and they're both just like oh my god finally you know so it, it's nice to see her let her walls down a little bit with them mm -hmm. although she, she could have done it more but you know it, it's yeah. nice to see a little bit of it yeah most definitely um would you like to move on to Usui yes um I love manga Usui I really like him a lot. Yeah, okay. Ten yeah. tens across the board. Well, eight. <laughs> nine. Eight <laughs> nines across the board. Like, like ten. Uh, uh, I'll slow myself down. But like a good eight, nine. Yeah. 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 Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, he's he's a little possessive, and that's just that's just Usui. Uh, so that's where we knock the points down. But he's also just... Oh, my goodness. What a guy. I love seeing as we're like talking about communication. I remember a couple moments, I think, starting on like, I don't know, chapter 71 or so, where Usui really tries to calmly articulate his feelings with Us his feelings. Hi, I'm here. He He's really trying to articulate articulate his feelings to Misaki about like feeling lonely because, mm -hmm. you know, either she wants to keep the relationship a secret or she's like so busy like studying and stuff late, late in the series. You know, he's like, hey, you know, I'm I'm over here. I'm feeling kind of lonely. And that's a very vulnerable thing for someone to admit. So mm -hmm. I, I loved seeing that in particular and him just opening up about his his family and his past and all these yeah. things he has to carry. Like, eek gag, y'all. Like, his his family stuff, like, that is mess. Mm -hmm. That is, like, that is, like, a day in our, of our lives. <laughs> like, I'm trying to think of the soaps, y'all. General Hospital. All like, my children. <laughs> all my children, yes. Like, the twist, the turns of finding out that he, one, was like a pro the product of an affair. Oh my gosh, yeah. And then two, 
that his grandfather like kicked him out of the family and so his Japanese family had to adopt him. And then they're just like, oh, well, your half brother's sick, so you got to come back to this family. Like, what? Very- like, I'm sorry. You need me now? That we sounds like a you problem. <laughs> that definitely sounds like a you problem. We don't even have the same yeah. last name. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, crazy. Right. And like his mother being nobility and his father being a butler, he's perfectly half and half. Like he has all of those elements for yes. sure. Yes, yes. And honestly, that's why like when so many different people were just like acting as if Masaki wasn't good enough and it's like, you know, Yuzu is literally the mix of what their relationship is. Mm-hmm. So if he's a product of that, then they can be together. Like, yeah. You and know. Like, either way, like the whole class thing is always like, you know, I, mean, I feel like if you love somebody, you know, make it work. But yeah. Yeah. Just it was just crazy. But I, I love that he also just was open about his feelings with Mizaki and talking about when he was lonely, when he wanted attention from her. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that he was also just very caring about her feelings and their privacy. Yes. Just to make sure that, you know, like, when you confess to me, I want it to just be to me. I don't want other bystanders to <sighs> witness that moment between us. Yeah. Um, which was so beautiful. Because at first I was just like, wait, you know, Mizaki's finally confessing. It took her so long to get to this moment, but I got it. Because, yeah, you know, I don't want other people in my salad. Like, <laughs> Right, right. No, I, I totally agree. I felt so bad for Misaki in that moment because, I mean, when you mentally prepare yourself to do a really difficult thing mm-hmm. and something stands in your way, it, it's like earth shattering. But yeah. I a thousand percent see where Usui is coming from you know like you don't want your like most private most like cherished moment to be eavesdropped on you know you deserve the privacy so I definitely see where he was coming from from with that and also Usui deciding which I can't imagine I would have loved to see his thought process when he decided I'm going to transfer to Miyabigaoka and confront this head on, even though it's kind of like what neither of us want. It's probably what has to be done. That is a huge thing. That's enormous. Yeah. So much responsibility. Mm-hmm. And then so much care and thought went, you know, so much care and thought went into it just because like that, the Cedric guy just popping out through the ceilings, agitating the students. And stuff yeah. like that couldn't keep happening. Like, and so I'm glad that he realized that and he just said, you know what, I'm going to do this to alleviate how bad this situation is, has been on everybody around me, not even just Mizaki, but everybody involved. Yeah. 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 Um, I guess, are there any other characters that you, wanted to touch on possibly um i don't know if there's anything that's like big enough to put in this section i think we'll touch on some of my other thoughts on the characters and uh like floats your boat ice cream you scream 
Okay. Okay. So I guess we could just move on to that, actually. So okay. let's get into Floats Your Boat, which, guys, I mean, you should know, it's our likes. What yes. do we like about the manga? Okay. So, Gianna's, would you like to start us off? Okay. I have a really light one to start. Okay. Um, so in chapter 39, <laughs> we get office latte day where all of the maids are wearing suits and glasses and i wrote literally slay me cut me in half take me away like i am deceased yes. like <laughs> you know Gianna i would, loves I would die glasses. on the spot <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's it that's the whole like <laughs> yeah i think my first like um i feel like i was just getting into the whole skinship thing because guys that was just my like that was my gig yeah. The Pocky game. The Pocky game. And the kiss. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. I was, like, fanning myself a little bit. What's that <laughs> Disney movie where they got the dogs? What? Oh, Lady and the Tramp. Yes. Okay. It reminded me of that because, you know, they did that with the spaghetti. So I was yeah. like, okay, it's the Pocky game. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sweet. I, I, I yeah. was into it, you know, and she just did not give up. And so they ended up kissing. I was just like, yeah. Kiss. Yeah. The- the te- that keys the tension <laughs> in that scene was through the roof. There are some really well written, mm-hmm. romantically tense scenes in this manga, and I'm so here for it. <laughs> it filled my soul, cell. It filled my soul, y'all. My soul, yeah. I knew, I knew what you were getting at. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have a strong compartmentalization one next okay and i mean like deeply compartmentalized i have to give um an ice cream use cream for context (laughs) but um so maria ayazono uh she's she exists and she has feelings for misagi um and she's like trying to make moves on her that aside Misaki has a thought, and she says, the way Maria makes me feel embarrassed reminds me of Usui, and I'm just wondering if that was, like, a little bit of a gay awakening. <laughs> just a little bit. I just, I feel like Mizaki is part of the family, okay? She is. She's she is. bi. She's <laughs> yeah. bi like us. Okay? Head canon, she is bi. <laughs> yeah, she is. She wears the suit so well, okay? She does. She kits the women's if she wants them. I feel like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm glad we're on the same page. <laughs> yes, I see it. I see it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I loved how um, Maid Latte threw Mizaki her little birthday party. Yes. And then they did karaoke. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. I love doing karaoke. I got to be honest with my job. I'm a little half on karaoke oh, these true. days. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, if I get to sing like the obscure stuff that I don't get to sing at work. Like, I'm here for it. Like, let me, let me, like, belt out some old school Melanie Martinez or something. You know, I don't want to do you ought to know, but I'm here for karaoke sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I think it was just so cute that they just wanted to treat Mizaki, um, that they just kind of went out of their way to make sure that she felt celebrated. Yeah. Um, which, I mean, given that she's one of the primary financial people of her home, it was just so nice to see her, like, just hang out with her friends, honestly, um, and be able to be chill and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It was so nice to see all of the thought 
that everybody put into their presence for her, mm-hmm. you know? I think, like, Owie made her a whole outfit. Like and then yeah. Yeah, and then everybody bought, like, pieces of an outfit for her to wear. I, I really loved all the thought put into it. Uh, it was just so cute. And then I think also to just follow up on that, with which was, like, my next floats your boat was like Uzui just being like I want a full day with you and like oh please okay you will lock me down somebody tell me that (laughs) oh I want a full day with you Chica okay I'm gonna make it happen tell me when and where and I'll show up right yeah I love quality time quality time is great it's a beautiful love language you know and just it shows that Usui so prioritizes her and he wants to make he also wants to make her feel special in his own way mm-hmm. for her birthday oh my god i love it i love it so yes. much and then she wore all of her gifts for their date she did she did uh, oh my goodness and then he was just like i'm glad that you realize like what this is for her to be like <laughs> dressed up and i was like yes mm-hmm. we're getting there guys oh the romance feels the romance yes. warm fuzzies like Oh my gosh, yeah. So it's like scattered so throughout like the whole manga. Um I don't want to skip ahead too much. Um so No, it's I have, okay. I think we're gonna end up being we're probably gonna end up being like a bit sporadic, y'all. So Yeah, because yeah. I don't wanna like also say stuff that we already talked about in the general reaction, like character growth stuff. Mm. Um so I don't know if it's okay to skip ahead to like they're official, you know? Yeah, I mean, I don't mind it. Okay. Um, no, yeah, I loved their confession. It was such a good shoujo confession. Because um, it's like all the things keep going wrong. And, you know, the timing's never right. And Misaki can't do it. Mm-hmm. Then it's like at the very end of the day, before he leaves, before he can go and she yeah. misses her final chance, she's able to communicate how she feels. And so is he. And like... Oh, I just remember just feeling so warm, so warm inside after that chapter. Yes, because of the scarf kiss, guys. The he, scarf kiss. The move. Like she had, she took the, the, the scarf that she knitted, okay? The perfectionist scarf she knitted. And mm-hmm. she roped that man down to her face. I said, yes, Mizaki. <laughs> yes. Okay. You better get that kiss. Yes. yes. Take initiative, too, you know, making moves. It's so good to see her confident and just, like, like unapologetically in love. Yes, yes. It was just so adorable. And then it was, like, Christmas time. I just, mm-hmm. I was just so happy with the way that it played out and them actually being official for real after, like, putting it off for so long. Like, Yeah, oh, my God. I mean, what chapter was that? Like, Ugh. like I don't it was in the 50s or like early 60s i think it was like 50 something they they became official yeah. so i mean that's a long that's a lot of chapters it was a long up time <laughs> it was a long time coming but we made it we made yeah. it yeah yeah um uh, the next thing that i have which i guess i'm i was being honest when i said it's like mostly skinship stuff guys i'm sorry uh but them holding hands publicly to announce that they are in a relationship so that all the school knows. I, okay, I loved that so much because we're, we were like getting into the arc where it's like, 
I want to keep our relationship a secret from the school. And I'm like, is this going to be like the next like 10, 15 chapter right. thing that we have to go through? Right. But it was like three chapters or something. It was so short lived. I'm like, thank God she got over that quickly. Yes. It was so nice for her to just be like, yep, this is it. If you don't like it, that's your problem, you know, and telling Sakura and Shizuko and everyone at Made Latte when she told everybody at Made Latte that they were together and like Satsuki gets like this huge gushing nosebleed right away and she's fangirling and everybody's so supportive. It's just so nice. It's so nice to see. It's all like the most wholesome feels. Yes, honestly, I was just so happy. Shout out to um, Granny on the street um, from Kyoto. <laughs> yeah. Cause she was just like, y'all are so cute together. Like, I just love to spend time, you know, like that was the most important thing. And I guess that was like a kick in the pants for Mizaki to just be like, nah, I really need to just claim him so I can, rather than focusing on keep being away from him. It's like, I'm with you now and we can have as much time as we need. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So, um, in chapter 62, (laughs) I learned that Shizuko and I both like both like glasses. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. I took a screenshot. Like I, I had to take a picture of of the frame because it, it was too good. <laughs> right. Because I'm just like, okay, you can't see, he can't see. Y'all could get together and not see together. <laughs> you see each other in your hearts, but you cannot see together. And then, like, you know, happily ever after, you have kids that don't see either. Like, it's perfect. <laughs> Man, I can't explain it. I don't know what it is about glasses. I just think they're a really cute accessory. Yeah. But, you know, I just, I, I think I was reading that chapter at work and I had to not laugh out loud in the back so the people didn't think I was insane but it, it was just so funny to be like yeah she's a co I get you I see where you're coming from yes and like honestly like it was a little bit less resolved than the others but with the way that Shizuku was going about it I was just confident like she was not wasting time like the other Mm-mm. ones like Mm-mm. she bumped into that guy same day they're talking on the staircase and then Masaki's just like uh Wait, she's just like, listen, we're getting to know each other. I'm going to be on time. Don't worry about it. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Okay, girl. You know exactly what you want. So I love it. I love it so much. Yeah. So I was, I was so happy for her. I think I put that, I, I think I like put that somewhere in my notes. But yeah, I was just glad that she was like having her own little moment because all her friends technically had love interests too. Yeah, it was nice to see her get a little love. Yeah. Um Oh my gosh. Uh another skinship one. It is Ooh. what it is. I love it. I'm here for it. Um the kiss in front of the student body before it usually transfers to Miyabikaoka. Yeah, that was a big moment. Yes, okay. I mean, they already were holding hands. They claimed each other, but kissing? Okay. Yeah, I mean, especially, like, she's still school president at this time, so, like, that's a that's a big deal for her to let that wall down. Right? For real. She was just like, no, that's, I can't believe you're doing this in front of so many people, but that's my man. Like. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And don't you forget it, essentially. Don't, right, don't you forget it. And then Uzui was also telling people, oh, I'm her man. Don't y'all forget <laughs> it either, because I could come back. Like, Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which, so I think it 
Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's fine. I was going to say, I think that might have been, like, in the same chapter, like, before the kiss and stuff. I think people at school are maybe, like, doubting their relationship. I can't remember the exact context. Oh, yeah. But Sakura stands up for Misaki. She does. She was just like, oh, no, you're not going to play my friend like that. Yeah. Yeah. Compartmentalize that. that. Because, yeah, I was glad that Sakura stood up for her. But that situation, oh, ice cream, you scream, definitely. But, oh, a thousand percent. Yeah. 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 But it was just good to see Sakura stand up for her. It kind of it reminded me of when Misaki stood up for her in front of Kuga at the cafe, yeah. like way back when. Yeah, yeah, they're returning the favorite. Like that's what friends are for. Like they know yeah. your heart. Like mm-hmm. I'm not gonna let you play my friend in front of me. Like, mm-mm. Mm-hmm. um, I loved. Oh, I think it's also sort of in conjunction. Why did I put this as like nuts? This is the only nuts entry that I have. Okay. For this episode, guys. And that just means that this is a crazy moment. Like, shocking, yeah. Yeah. So, um, Uzui playing Etch-A-Sketch with Mizaki's desk and literally drawing himself and saying it's <laughs> Ayuzawa's destiny <laughs> beside his face. I enti- I forgot about that completely, but... <laughs> oh, my God. I remember. I she came in. She's like, thank God I'm the first one in the classroom. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my god. I, yeah, like, that was insane. I died laughing. I'm just like, she's not gonna forget you, my guy. Like, come right. on. <laughs> like on that note though, floats your boat that he rushes over from Miyabi Gaoka on his breaks to visit Misaki. Like that's dedication. Yeah. He's he because they're like they're finally together. He's not wasting any more time. He's just like, yeah. Oh, any free time I have, it's gonna be with my girl. It's yeah. Like, I love oh. that. Me too. Yeah. Me too. Um, so I do have like a general banana split. I don't know if um if you want to go into that or if should I save that? Um, um, maybe I could save it. Yeah, just a whole. I think I have like I have four floats your boat left. Yeah, I just have a couple. Oh, um, okay. so I have uh, <laughs> Yukimura is as precious as ever. Yeah. Justice Still the for cinnamon Yukimura. Roll. Justice for Yukimura all day, every day, till the end of time. Um, I, th- I mean, what? how should I? I don't know. I think that Yukimura is a little bit gay. And I know that I <laughs> keep making characters gay that aren't explicitly gay. But I just, I, th- I think, I mean, like, I kind of low-key ship him and Kano now. Right. Low-key. Low-key. <laughs> Right, like they're living together. They're living together. Yeah, I mean, at, if anything, they have a really nice companionship, even mm-hmm. if that's all that it is. It's it's really great that they both have that because they both need that. Um, but if it was like gay, it'd be like even cooler. <laughs> right, right. Like, is he? This is is he could be gay. He could be bi. I just right, feel right. like he's in the family. He's in I, the. I, I do too. Yeah, I get familial vibes. <laughs> yeah, and, and and honestly, I love that. You know, like he mm-hmm. could he could do either or and stuff but yeah. yeah but he's also like just just seeing him so supportive of misaki and working so hard in the student council like i remember yeah. at the beginning he was kind of disappointing misaki by not getting things done on time or like the right way mm-hmm. but i feel like by this point in the manga at least i mean it's not implied that he's really doing i think anything wrong he's just there as a supportive vice president yeah so i feel like in a way like that's character growth you know like he's doing his school job well and i just i love him i love him to pieces i want the best for yukimura yeah me too honestly like 
He's just the sweetest little thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I have, oh, Mizaki gifting Yuzui his happy birthday album with <gasps> photos of, like, all of the Seika people holding up, like, happy birthday posters and their friends. It was, uh, oh, my gosh, so heartfelt and, like, sweet. Um, and he yeah. actually does use it, like, you know, when he is in England and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just a perfect gift. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I, it was one of those moments that I love to see in a story where you see all the characters just coming together to make something special for another character. Mm-hmm. Like to get everybody together in the classroom for a picture, you know, it might be kind of embarrassing to ask. And Misaki went around and rounded up all of those people just to make Usui have something special for his birthday to keep forever. Like, oh, God, so cute. It's so, <laughs> so cute. cute. <laughs> like, they're, I just love their little relationship. It's adorable. Me too. Mm-hmm. Um, oh my gosh. Okay. So, I don't know. This might be, like, nuts, Loki. Mm-hmm. Um, after Usui gets his freedom... In, in England, he, you know, because he, he leapt off a balcony <laughs> and he kissed Mizaki in front of everybody. Um, they get to be on a first name basis. And Ooh. that scene, it was hot. Okay. It was hot. <laughs> it's like we're calling each other first names and we're having the birds and the bees. The birds and the bees are in London town. Okay. <laughs> Yes. Yes. I mean, they get interrupted. But before that, before that happens, they're like, whew. And I'm again over here fanning myself because I I really liked that scene. You know, it was, they're really feeling the adrenaline of like, we got past this obstacle and we can be together now. So very much enjoyed that. Yes. Yes. I also had that put down in, in my floatster boat is like, the whole building in London. The whole building, yeah. The whole, the whole building. <laughs> I love that it's coming back around. Like I, I think that they, I think that um, they did that on purpose. They had it had to. to be. It had to be. It ha- they had to. Like, oh my gosh. Wait, she does reference it. Now that I'm thinking about it, she says like, something he like, "He jumped out the building for me," and so then yeah. she goes and jumps, and then this man's just like, "I'm gonna jump again." Like, <laughs> yeah. There's so much jumping going on. At least everybody survives. (laughs) So much jumping. Honestly, let me even get to my last floatster boat. Was literally the idiot trio and Shitani also doing the whole build it out of the school. Yes. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, everybody was jumping out of buildings. Please don't. Oh, my gosh. PSA the again. most don't. the PSA don't jump out of buildings. It's don't. like the most anime thing. It's an anime <laughs> thing. It won't end well for you guys. Like no, please. <laughs> but yeah, so funny. Yeah. Also, I noticed in the manga because they show them in one frame. Mm. The Aizawa Cram School in the manga is not quintuplets. There's a pair of twins, but like they're all like. They don't all look, all five of them look identical. Mm. So I thought that that was just really funny to note because I remember when we were reviewing Maid Sama, we went on this whole thing about like having multiples and like (laughs) 
children in general. It was like a really funny tangent that we went on. So I felt like I had to address it. That in the manga, they are not quintuplets. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of, I'm glad too. That would have been a lot. Like, (laughs) imagining their situation is just, it's a lot. It's a rabbit hole. (laughs) I was like, I'm sorry to quintuplets, but I rebuke that in the name of Jesus. Like, I'm just like, I just, I truly can't imagine. Like, I, I grew up with two older brothers and one of my older brothers there's like more of an age gap so it was mostly just me and my one other brother so like having a lot of siblings i can't imagine right like oh my gosh both of my parents do like my mom yeah was like the first girl of 11 and my dad was the last <gasps> oh of nine. Oh my god who i rebuke that in the name of <laughs> jesus who <laughs> <laughs> i cannot imagine like oh ooh, you know what we have evolved into like me having kids <laughs> Good luck. We'll see. <laughs> like, we'll right. see. Probably not, but mm, like, we shall see. We yeah. shall see. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, but like, <laughs> um, but honestly, it yeah, it, it is it is a good callback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, do you have any more floats to your boat before we get into banana split? Um, I I just have like one more. Although I guess it could kind of be banana split. So maybe we should go into banana split. Okay. Um, I guess to kick it off, I'll go with that one. Um, so Usui asks for Misaki's father's blessing on ooh, their relationship. Actually, ooh, that was that was kind of like a hot fudge ice cream you screamed for me. But, really? Yeah. Okay. I just thought it was nice. It was a nice gesture. Um, although, and I, I appreciate Sakun realizing that his blessing actually holds no weight. So yeah. That that's that's why it's that's more why banana, it's banana split. split. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it was hot fudge ice cream use cream for me because um, I think he should have asked her mom. I think he could have done both. To be honest, it's implied that he's going to, but they don't show him because um, uh, I think at the end of that chapter, uh, music. He's like, "How did your talk go?" And like he kind of thinks about the talk he had with her dad, um, but. He was referring, she was referring to his foster parents. And he's like, there's one more conversation I need to have. And he's thinking it. And it shows a little like chibi drawing of Misaki's mother. Mm. But they don't show him having that conversation. Yeah. And I I really wish they did. Yeah, I think that's like the main, like, I, I feel like if you already know that her mom is the primary parent, like, not that he couldn't get permission, because obviously when people are dating or in a relationship and they're like, um intending to probably like uh propose at some time like you know you normally do go to the dad but given the circumstances i think it would have been better if we saw him have some sort of conversation with the mom or even if he they don't go into the conversation like i don't know like random flashback during his yeah. talk with Sakun to then be like flashback of him talking to her mom and getting permission from her as well. I would have yeah. really appreciate that. But yeah. I would have too. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah. I think what is a banana split for me? I think um Yeah, you know what? Yeah. So Shintani and Susanna. That that was my other banana split. Yeah. 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 So Mizaki's little sister gets with Shintani. Mm-hmm. And I was banana split about that because I really don't think that that's realistic. 
I mean, I know that they did it in Little Women, right? I guess, spoiler alert, if y'all care about Little Women, that's very old. That's much older than this. But <laughs> um, somebody being interested in you and then turning to go to your younger sister is weird. I know yeah. that it could happen with people, but I feel like if you already know that you weren't the first choice, I think that would kind of screw with your head. It would screw with my head if... Oh, yeah. It would screw with my head to just be like, do you like me for me or do you like me because you couldn't get my sister? Right. Especially because of how persistent Hinata continued to be. Yeah, post post like knowing everything, knowing that they liked e- that Yuzui and Mizaki liked each other, post them even being in a relationship, it was very weird. Yeah. And it's like I'm banana split on it because I I think they have such good chemistry, mm-hmm. you know? And I think I said something, I think, when we recorded last year where it's like, oh, you know, I would love to ship Susanna and Hinata, but, like, I'm not sure about that because of the whole situation. Like, but <laughs> Susanna is so bold. Yeah, okay. She I love her. She ha- does not have the problems that Mizaki has. She's just like, oh, no. if I want it, I'm going to have it. And yeah. I just love she- that about her. She's literally like, I wish you would have told me that I only had till spring at, at New Year's. And then, like, she kind of, like, turns around. And she's, like, in this outfit and all this makeup. She's like, I'm going to go all out for you. Like, ooh, Susanna, like, get your man. But I, it's, like, it's a shame, you know, because I don't know if he's still hung up over Misaki at that point. You right. know? And they're I, sisters. I, they look alike. Like, ugh. Yeah, I, I wish there was more clarity on Hinata's growth so that I could be more invested into it because I want to be. And it's like, in the back of my head, it's like, write it? <laughs> but I don't know if it's worth taking the time. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. I mean, we've already done our other fanfics. I hope you guys enjoyed... Um... Wait, didn't we already do... We did a... Yeah, it came out last week. We did a... or We did Oran. Yeah. But we also did Made Summer already. We did Made Sama, but I mean, like, if I write it for myself and just publish it for myself. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, but I I hope you guys enjoyed the Oran fanfic. It was so much fun. Yeah, oh my god. It's on AO3, guys, okay? Check it out. We know about AO3. You know, (laughs) I was definitely the old head talking about (laughs) fanfiction.net. Um, yeah, I have other stuff published on there too. If you want to check out some of my other random stuff, and the Made Sama fix on there as well. So mm-hmm. if you're watching this now, the Made Sama fic is on Ao3. And if you want to read a little love story for Yukimura, yeah, feel free. Yeah, our little our little fellow that's in the family now. Yes, our cinnamon roll, our bi cinnamon roll. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, but yeah, I think if Hinata, I think if they just shown him getting over his feelings for Mizaki and then just like a clear event where it's like oh I'm head over heels for Susana actually yeah that would have that would be great that would have made me feel better about the pairing but otherwise that's why it's just banana split but for sure yeah that was the only banana split that I had do you have another one yep that's it for me too Okay, let's move into. Uh, did you have any Rocky Road? Actually, I'll ask that. I I didn't 
make anything same clearly rocky road i mean there is something that i am thinking of that could be rocky road if i could just just yell it out i guess for now um when misaki finally decides to tell her secret and serve her friends at made latte mm -hmm. And let go of those appearances and finally come to that realization that she was hanging on to a secret that she hasn't had to keep for a long time for her to get to that point and just stand in front of her friends and say, like, hi, like, what can I get for you? Or, like, welcome masters or something. I, I kind of teared up yeah. because it was just such a big moment for her. Yeah, it took her so long to, like, get there. And, like, it's just great, you know, like, she was able to finally, like, let her guard down in relation mm -hmm. to her being a maid and just accept it. And honestly, I mean, feelings about Sakun, but I think it was good of him, like of her dad, to just be like, you don't actually have to hide this anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Th that's a good uh, start. A good start. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, I didn't really, I, I didn't really have a rocky road but i would get into oh and i would let's get into ice cream you scream slash hot fudge because you might yeah. as well just merge them together yeah yeah um ooh, so i have many a light things. one to start if okay. you want to start with something super light okay yeah, um, yeah. so the anime i believe we said ends on episode or episode the anime ends on like chapter 32 or so. Mm, around there. Around there. It takes until chapter 43 to see faculty at Seika High School. So long. <laughs> <laughs> we finally see the faculty, guys. We yes. made it. <laughs> yes, at, at long last. There's an authority figure that's not Misaki at Seika High School. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I just had to make note of it. Just like it just it had to be when we were no longer the anime just didn't get it. But the right. manga did. Finally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. I think um, one of the things that I have. um I think that ultimately Yuzui like resolves this, but there was a moment in time when he was sort of hedging on like telling Mizaki about himself and he was using physical intimacy to get into the conversation. Yeah. And I think because we already kind of started off within the anime and the manga of waiting for Mizaki to get more interested in Yuzui to want to ask these questions that it's like now that she's asking these questions you're gonna be the hold up yeah yeah so that was kind of like ice cream you scream for me because i was like uh which i mean he does it does get resolved guys but i'm mm -hmm. just saying i was just like oh uh, like just tell her the truth tell her the deal like right now yeah i'm with you like if you're gonna build a partnership with somebody you need to be honest about who you are mm -hmm. most definitely um, so the next thing I have is about Miss Maria. Yes, me too. Okay. Yeah. She, so she's – okay, there's a lot to unpack here. So she's a teacher who's in love with a student or a teacher's assistant or something in love with a student. So there's the that. There's the age gap and the fact that she's engaged to a man but clearly prefers women. women. So 
she could be a, a lesbian and suppressing that and like that it's it's all bad yeah. it's all really bad yeah just in the closet mm-hmm. sort of <laughs> yeah sort of like i guess um I think she said something like her husband or her fiance doesn't mind, which I mean, if you want to have an open relationship, like can, um, that's what you guys worked out, sure. But you know, it's just it's a it's an interesting situation when it's a student, <laughs> right? It, it, it's kind of it's kind of illegal. But then outside yeah, of that, just it's a just little like, bit. <laughs> I don't know, like you yeah. know, I mean, I didn't think we'd ever get into cuckoldry in a shoujo manga, but here we are. Here we are. <laughs> like, <laughs> Um, yeah, I think what I had for Maria um, was actually in relation to Mizaki because, you know, I mean, obviously Seika High has been coming a long way and growing as a co-ed school, but mm-hmm. Maria is well-proportioned, okay? Mm-hmm. And Mizaki was asking if she could cover up because yeah. of the boy's response to her. And... Nah, I just, I didn't like that. Nah. I didn't like that. Right. Because, like, right. like she even said, you know, that's just her body. Like. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, there's only so much you can do. You could be wearing a turtleneck up to here. But if you have, if, you, if you're well endowed. Yeah. It's, it's going to show. You can't do anything about that. Yeah. And people will react how they're going to react. Yeah. So I just, I didn't like that. Um. And then, also, I mean, in agreement, I also didn't like her falling first. Like, the fact that she even had to have her cuckold fiancé come over to the principal's office to just be like, oh, we're together. That's not serious. Like, very embarrassing. Yeah. Very, like, oh, like... That doesn't end well. Like, I know that y'all just, y'all be having that sometimes, but, like, in the manga and also in real life, but it never really ends well for the people that do that, so. Mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah. I They didn't really give an update about her in the 10 years later part, so I, I wonder how that's going. Probably will. Probably <laughs> yeah. doing whoever and whatever she wants. Ah, uh, yeah, perhaps. Um, is it okay to go on to Hinata? War. Yeah, so we kind of touched on this, but even long after Misaki and Usui are made clearly official, Hinata won't let go of her or the idea of her. He even tells her repeatedly that he's not giving up and he's holding out help. And I'm just like, bully my goodness, there is a point where you need to just move on. Right? Very hot fudge for me. I, yes. I, 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 when she, especially when she said, I'm in a relationship. Yes. Bro. I love that she tried to set that boundary. Yeah. And like, she's even like, I think she's like thinking to herself at one point, like, wow, even after all that, he's not going to let go. Like, I don't know. I mean, yeah, <sighs> it was just a lot. And I just, yeah, I think he just needs to let go of that idea of her. And honestly, I mean, I know that Mizaki had so many things going on with her life, but I wish that she had talked with her family more about yes, what was going yes. on. Because honestly, maybe this would have impacted how Susana started approaching him. 
if she was yeah. talking about just how persistent this guy is at school, not at school, at her workplace. Like, mm-hmm. it was very, it was just a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I really wonder how that would have unfolded if she talked more to her family. And kind of in the same vein, my next ice cream, you scream, was that I just wished Misaki would just confide in Sakata and Shizuko. Yeah. And it, it's it's nice that they understand how she is and they don't want to, like, pressure her to talk. But it's, like, also no wonder that she's so irritable all the time if she keeps everything pent up the way that she does. Yeah, and you know what? I don't even feel like their reactions to finding out her secrets, like, altogether make sense. I think if I was the last to know that you were this maid and all of these other people knew about it, you know, I would feel hurt. So would I. Yeah, I would be like, what is it about me or our connection that makes it, like, makes you feel safer to confide in this person as opposed to me? And it's like, you see the idiot trio there, and it's like, Sakura and Shizuko are her girls. Right. So it's okay that they know, but we couldn't for all this time, like, over, like, years. (laughs) Right, yeah, it just did not make, it did not make sense to me. I wish that there was like a little bit more on that or like mm-hmm. just showing them feeling away and then a reconciliation process. Yeah. 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 I think that that would have been a really interesting arc, a lot more interesting than the study arc um, yeah. to go through. I, I would have really liked to see, honestly, like thinking about it, her relationships with her friends are like static character connections so there's there's no development there there's no character growth really in her friendships it's the same tone throughout the entire manga Mm -hmm. i would have really liked to see some conflict and resolution between them Mm -hmm. to make them closer on on a deeper level right because like you don't want to be and i mean that's just a normal psa for anybody you don't want to be that person that when you get in a relationship you just don't even see your friends anymore yeah you don't. You you don't want to do that because you need to have a life outside of your partner. And mm-hmm. I think that people should know that they can invest just as much into their friendships as they can into their relationships. Because honestly, like, your friends can genuinely be forever, you know, depending on how things are. Like, sometimes you can outgrow them and everything or you can fall out. Mm-hmm. But they're supposed to be for forever sincerely because they see you through your ups your downs um when you're happy when you're sad when you're sick you know when you're dealing with a weird like teacher and her cuck fiance like they see you through all of the things yes um so yeah i don't i got so just don't try not to be like that you know like i mean obviously there's the rose colored glasses phase of your relationship but outside of that like Make sure to still be a, the good friend that you were prior to you being in a relationship. Yeah, it doesn't take much to text your friend and say, hey, how are things? Yeah. Or if you see something on social media, be like, hey, I saw this. Are you okay? Or like, oh, that's so great for you. You know, it, it doesn't take too much. Yeah. Um, The next thing that I have, I guess it's kind of a – no, it is. It's a hot fudge, and it's just a PSA. Um. Don't hit men. 
Yeah. Okay. I'm really glad you're addressing this. Yeah. Yeah. Don't don't hit men. Don't hit don't hit men. anyone. Don't hit anyone. But just like even if you're a, a woman, femme presenting, just don't put yourself in a position to hit men because no. you don't know if they will hit you back. And then even outside of that, it's like it's just not right. I don't think. I feel like within the manga, you just see these different moments where it's almost as if it's normalized yeah um in a way Mm -hmm. of like you see this aggression being taken out on men um and they just kind of they just end up taking it but that's not realistic i don't think that you um i just don't think that you should really be hitting anybody and and if you are gonna hit somebody then um, unless you're like in danger, then you need to apologize because what is the mm-hmm. overall like per- the purpose of you doing that? Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I know like Misaki's like Sundare or, or whatever, but there are so many times where she's like, oh, I'm going to beat your ass or like, don't make me hit you. Or she just like yeah. slaps Usui. And I'm like, there was is one, that one time she really? slapped him really, really hard. And I was just yeah. like, I, aren't yeah. you in love with him? What is wrong with you? Like, Right. I, I can't, I cannot imagine wanting to lay a hand on a partner in that way. Yeah. So it just boggles my mind that this is just how she reacts to things and it's supposed to be like normal or okay and he's okay with it. I really don't like that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like it at all. Um, a much lighter ice cream, you scream. Um, what's his name? Ashiyama? <laughs> the, uh, the makeup guy. He's a fucking lot. <laughs> wow. Like. Diamond in the rough. Literally chasing Susanna down to put makeup on her. I mean, like, calm. Calm thyself. Like, <laughs> Take a deep breath. <laughs> I don't know if it was. He was on drugs. Like, I. <laughs> Probably. Just, wow. Like, it was a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, militant makeover. Like, uh. Literally, he, like, had his makeup supplies. He was wearing them like it was, you know, like a thing of bullets or, like, grenades or something. Yeah. Like a sash across his chest. It was terrifying. Very much so. Like, I would call the police. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, why didn't anybody? Oh, like, they just invaded this. their school. I, I'm... Throughout uh, this yeah. whole thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which, um, honestly, uh, getting into uh, Uzui and his people. Okay. Big hot fudge for me for Cedric, um, the butler soccer yes. guy. Um, and honestly, Gerard at... Gerard, his half brother. He's so annoying. <laughs> yeah, just big hot fudge for me because I think for you to intrude on somebody else's relationship because you're sick. First of all, if you're as rich as you say you are, then why is he that sick? Like, not that he can't be sick, but shouldn't you be having like state of the art medicine? doctors, Mm -hmm. like, people on staff, you know, 
Right. I, I find that very interesting. Like, I guess he inherited whatever sickness the, the mother had. Right. But I'm like, not to skip ahead, I guess, to the end or whatever, you know. I th- did we already talk about Usui being a doctor? My brain's no. already. I don't think we yes. did, but it's okay. Yeah. But, I mean, that's part of his character development. So, like, he ends up being a doctor at the end. Mm-hmm. And it's like, suddenly the Duke and Gerard are in good health. And all it took Usui's specific skills to do that. So, like, there was no qualified doctor beforehand? I don't know. It it just seems as if, honestly, I feel like they were just making the excuse because they could have just hired a doctor to just physically be on the premises at all times. And then Usui could have just had lived his life in Japan with Mizaki or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, I, I'm thinking now, they did mention at the end that, like, Usui developed a drug, but I don't think they said what drug, so I don't know if it's, like, that specific thing mm-hmm. is what helped them get better. I don't know, that's, like, entirely up for speculation because it's not made clear, so, I mean, so there could be kind of a bit of a plot hole there. Yeah, and then I just didn't like their high-handedness because if you're, like, that sick, y'all don't even have the same last name, and here you are demanding that he change the school that he's going to, that he doesn't go out with his girlfriend, that he comes over and starts living with you even though the grandfather doesn't accept him, even though you're trying to make him accept him. Mm-hmm. Um, there was just so much, there were so many layers to what they were doing and it just came off very disrespectful. Like even the Cedric guy just talking about, um, how Mizaki's not good enough and then going into like class background stuff. And it's, they're saying all of these things as if Uzui is not the direct mix that his relationship is. Because right. Uzui is like the rich young master person and Mizaki is the maid. But Uzui is a product of an affair and his dad is a butler and his mom was the rich person. So clearly if he's born, like these things happen, you know, and I just yeah. didn't like the fact that they were so intrusive on their relationship. And even outside of that, I also didn't like how the Miyabi Gaoka uh, people like Igarashi... That's a whole <laughs> like all of these people were just so invested on shutting down this relationship. And I wanted to know, do they have lives? I know, my God. Like you're the heir to a conglomerate. I shouldn't go we're I am gonna go into Tori. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Like, why the fuck does it matter to you what these two other people are doing so much? Right. You have more important things to worry about. You're he's a class president himself. Like yeah. you have responsibilities and you're worried about this couple like that doesn't even mm. go to your school. Right. I mean like I'm sorry that I just like went into Torah immediately. Just like you say the name and I I like huge hot fudge. I, he he just lives forever in hot fudge. Um like apparently he has developed feelings for Misaki. The most like toxic like dangerous way to have feelings for a person he's like he goes and he like agitates her and he gets a reaction out of her and maki in chapter 81 is like it's relaxing to you to get a rise out of them they despise you and tora is like 
Those eyes turn me on. It wouldn't be fun if it wasn't like this. And that's so dangerous. I'm just like flashing back to when she went to Miyabigaoka in the anime and what they did to her. He's still that person. Very still that person. Very much still um, the person that would do something like that and stuff. Yes. We didn't do a disclaimer, so. But. Yeah, I don't want to get. Yeah. Yeah. But you can imagine. Yeah. Um, So it was just very just disgusting. And then he also like took away her consent at one point. By just mm-hmm. kissing her in front of mm-hmm. Uzui. Yeah. Like, against and her And Uzui will. doesn't do anything. Like, well, it just looks like he explodes and then she That's also true. explodes. But they yeah, don't. It, I, doesn't, it was shocking. Well, no, so, wait. Doesn't that fight count? That fight probably. I think the fight is I the, think the, fight, the later. Yeah. He was <laughs> just like, was oh, and you know what? Because now that we're here, like. Yeah. yeah. He, like, kept accidentally hitting Tora. I really loved that. Yeah, I was like, ooh. Sorry, you know. Yeah. Maybe you deserved it, but it it just kept happening and happening, which also got into her... Wasn't that when that slapped, when she slapped him? When she went over there? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Which I... But we already talked about how we didn't like that. But yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Just very disgusting. mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so when Usui is in England and Maria comes to Maid Latte with, with that video uh, to, like, show he's okay, mm-hmm. um, isn't, like, nobody supposed to know Usui's family truth at this point except for Misaki? And she watches that video in front of everybody at Maid Latte. Right. The that continuity. was weird to me. I'm just... Yeah. So you were secretive about all this other stuff and about being a maid, but okay. <laughs> like, I just, like, yeah, I was just at that point. I was like, okay, okay, girl. Right, right, yeah. Like, y- you want everybody to keep your secret, but Ooh. yeah. <laughs> oh, you know what? I did want to touch on um, Mizaki, the student body's reaction to Mizaki dating Yuzui. So I think we okay. sort of talk, talked about that a little earlier um, because uh, Sakura like defended her. But yes. big hot fudge to them literally questioning her femininity because they don't mm. like her. And so mm-hmm. how if they don't like her, then why would Yuzui date her? Just really disgusting. Yeah. Like. Again. Why does it matter to you guys so much? <laughs> I mean, I guess Usui is so well-liked that they're like, why couldn't it be me in some ways? Even the boys, which is weird. They're just like, why would you date her? Like, why it doesn't matter to you? Yeah. Are you, are you gay? Like, do you want to be with Usui? I don't know. They even had that you- thing where it's like, everybody come confess. Uh, Right. I mean, I... On principle, ice cream, ice cream, but that was so funny to me. It was like, that funny. was a really enjoyable chapter to read. <laughs> it was funny, but it was also just like, bruh. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, should we get into Aoi yet? Should we get to talk about Aoi? You can get yo. I think I have Aoi, and then Sakun, Sakun, and then the panty thing. Okay, I have a few, like, little points, too. Or honestly, maybe um, we could end it off on Sakun. 
that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. Um, for Owie, I have a couple things. Okay. Um, number one, it's heavily implied in Chapter 55 that they have feelings for Misaki because of how much detail they put into her outfit for a maid latte event. <sighs> and... I said this when we were recording because we had that volleyball episode where, like, Misaki, like, touched their butt and they, like, blushed or something. And we're like, oh, no. No, don't make this a thing. And it's just, like, I so prefer their sibling dynamic. Yeah. I'm glad this kind of fell into the background after this volume. But I just – I don't – it was still kind of there, albeit in the background, that they might have feelings for Misaki. So I just didn't – I didn't like that development. Right. I don't know if this is a lie. Didn't he end up getting with Hanoka? Yeah, they're in a relationship with Hanoka at the end. And I, 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 where did I, I think I wrote it some, yeah, where did I write it? It's, okay. There, what is that age gap? Because wasn't she like 20? Yeah. Or something? So, and they were in junior high. So yeah. what did that make them? What did that, what did that make them? Illegal. Like 11? <laughs> it made them illegal <laughs> i literally my side hurts <laughs> yeah that's what it makes them it, so it could be up to like nine or ten year age gap and at the end of the anime they're they are 25 so hanukkah is like 34 35 36 um I, I just when did it happen i just wrote in all caps hopefully recently but it's already like implied yeah that they're like getting closer when misaki's still in high school and they are in junior high so yeah. i hate i hate i hate i was i was so disgusted because i was like because y'all remember like hanoka was a bitch so i was yeah. just like out of all of the people that you want aoi to be with out of all of mm. them you yeah. chose her and and as illegal as it is, you chose her. And then, I mean, him, well, not him, them liking Mizaki, it just made me uncomfortable because I, like you said, I just like, I preferred their sibling dynamic, you know? Yeah. And I'm glad that rather than it being like this thing of, I'm going to confess and I want to be with you, it was like, I'm going to confess to get over this, which peak me like i peak not pick guys i'm not a pick me <laughs> no chica is the farthest from a pick me girl <laughs> no okay i will literally confess to ruin the relationship from happening and stuff because it's like <laughs> i like me in a relationship right now nah like i want you to screw this up right now i want to go look at your twitter likes like let's just destroy <laughs> this but um i the fact that they confessed it just to get it out in the open and was just like, I'm rooting for whatever you're doing. I appreciated it. I still just didn't think it was altogether necessary. Yeah, I I think that that was kind of a, I don't want to say a waste of our time. That's very harsh, but I just don't think it was necessary. Yeah. Um, And then another, oh, oh. I'm sorry. (laughs) I was going to continue with Aoi. Yeah, same. Um, Oh, go ahead then. We're probably going to say the same thing. It was like uh, when Sakum was asking if Aoi had a woman's heart, Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think because um, Aoi's upset that their voice is changing. And I feel like it just becomes even more clear in this chapter that I I don't think Aoi subscribes to the gender binary. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, they're clearly saying, like, the idol Owie transcends gender. Yeah. You know, so, and I think that they believe that for themselves. I don't know if it's their persona, but it's, so I, that's why we're going by they, them. Yeah. Um, it's, it's very difficult to try and interpret somebody's gender when you're given so little to work off of. Yeah. But uh, it makes me upset that Sakun is asking Satsuki this question and not Aoi. Right. You know? Satsuki can say he's a boy who loves cute things, but Aoi did not answer that for themselves. So we cannot go based off of that. Yeah, yeah. And it's just frustrating to see that, you know. And then mm-hmm. even just seeing Aoi talk about still trying to prove themselves to their father. Yeah. Uh, it just, it's just awful. So It is. Yeah, I just, I really didn't like that. Yeah, Me neither. Um, um, I had the panty bit. I I want to okay. just get get that out of yeah. the way so then um we have Mizaki's daddy last. Okay, I have a couple more things oh, too, but they're they're quick. Well, yeah, no, yeah, they're quick. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. So the panty thing, like, I know that Uzui is the perverted alien. I know perverted mm-hmm. hentai. He's gonna say awkward shit like this and then Masaki's would be like you idiot why are you saying Mm. this you idiot this you idiot that but asking what color somebody's panties are just feels so sus (laughs) to me especially like when y'all aren't even like y'all ain't even like fucking like why are you asking right at that point yeah, I feel like if they were on a deeper, like, physical level, yeah. that it would make more sense. But right now, it's, like, a little pushy. Mm-hmm. It's, I don't know. I feel like if he wants to initiate intimacy, it could be done in a more tender way. But maybe that's just me being the romance girl. I don't know. No, I think, no, I fully agree with you. And yeah. Then that's the, I, I clock that on the demisexual in me. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He can, yeah. He has a better way to go about doing that if he wants yeah. a response. But absolutely, yeah. And also, his brother also being weird like that too. Like, why would you send your? Why would you send your half brother? Because this is when the half makes sense, right? Because like they ain't claiming each other like that. Why would you send your half brother animal print panties? Panties, not briefs, not uh-huh. boxers. Panties. Yeah. Weird. And they uh, match yeah. with Igarashi's. Weird. I got, I got nothing to say for Gerard. Like, There's nothing. Like, I don't got nothing for him. <laughs> I got nothing for him. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So um, there is a, a moment. I feel like this could almost be banana split because Usui's mother, like, walking out and disappearing is bad. Um, I just assumed she died. Well, I mean, she, like, had a baby with uh, you, his name was. Uh, she had Usui. Um, but when Usui's reading the diary, he's, like, he calls her reckless for wanting to be with the person she had real feelings for in her final months slash years. And I didn't, I didn't appreciate that when I was reading it, because I'm like... 
well, this woman knows she doesn't have long left to live and she knows who she wants to spend that time with. I do think she could have, like, communicated that better to her family, Um, even though, like, dear Lord, that's terrible. Um, But it is what it is. Um, So, I mean, like, I see where Usui's coming from. It's just a bad situation, I guess, more so. Yeah. This is definitely more banana split than ice cream, ice cream. So, my bad. I think, no, it's okay. I think it's reckless in that get a divorce first. Yes. Yes. Like, if you you know it, that you want to be with Usui's daddy, get a divorce first. I think just going off, getting pregnant, and then proceeding to still have that baby while you're married to somebody else, that is so weird vibes and everything. Yeah, that's not good. And then you had, now you had your, your bald-ass, punk-ass daddy, Uzui's grandpa, acting as if, you know, you would have thought he shot him. Like, oh, get out of here. I don't want to see your face. And mm. I was like, I don't want to see your crusty-ass face either, bitch. Like, what is wrong with you? Like, yeah, no, thank you. Like, Ain't nobody coming to see you, Otis. <laughs> yeah, I, so that that was definitely more banana split. Um, that I that I did not categorize correctly, but yeah. So it's like I, I understand her desire, but the circumstances were all bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, are you waiting to talk about Sakun? Yeah. Um. Okay. Let me just. I think I might just have one more. Um, are you going to talk about the ring thing? The ring. I thought that was kind of like ice cream is being banana split. You know, it could be. We can definitely talk about that if you want to. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they were still in like high school. I don't know if it's like, I think in my head I was like trying to make it better. So I was like, oh, it's a promise ring. Yes. Oh, my God. We had the same thought. I'm like, is this a proposal or is this a promise ring? Because he didn't get down on one knee and it wasn't like, I will you marry me? It was like kind of convoluted. Yeah. So I think it was I think it was a promise ring. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. So I guess sort of banana split ice cream, you scream for that ice cream. You yeah. see in the sense that he did that permission shit before he did the ring thing, which is why I was just kind of like, is it? Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, because I just thought it was weird vibes. Also, actually, hot fudge on the ring thing. How are you going to be whatever related to a duke and the diamond looks like a pimple? That's disrespectful. (laughs) A pimple. My guy. I have one right here, guys. It's the size of this. Like It is. Yeah, it really was possibly the smallest diamond I've ever seen in my life. Like, quite literally, what's the what could she even do with that? I'll never understand this either. Like, and I've seen this in dramas too. Like when I watch the modern dramas, whether it's Korean dramas, Japanese dramas, Taiwanese, Chinese, and then it gets to the point where they propose, they don't ever have a right. And I just like y'all supposed to have be part of this conglomerate, have big money, and you want a band? Heck nah. I I wonder. I'm like, is a is a. I mean, I don't. Not to get into personal preference. I mean, I don't care. I don't need the a rock the size of my you know whole finger. Right. But is is that an American thing? Maybe. Maybe they're I like. I I don't know if they're just trying to be like. Oh, we're rich. Or not rich. We're wealthy and understated and stuff. But like, you hmm. can still have a rock and it be understated in some form, like, like a solitaire, right? Like people who get a solitaire, whatever. I love, yeah. um, uh, 
I don't know whoever gets married to me if I'm getting married. I like Heidi Gibson rings. I should Google that. I'll look into that. that. I was going to say. They let me, look let me like... They look like Starburst, y'all. Like I'm going on the website right now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm right. Yeah. I love them. They're so pretty. Oh, they are pretty. They look like little yeah. like a little Starburst on your like I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's very pretty. Yeah. So, but I mean, if you're listening to my podcast, um I don't know if you're a fan of mm. Feel it. Uh I don't know how to feel about it. anyway. <laughs> yeah i don't like pimple rings i just, right right like get out of my face like unless that's a band miss me i don't i don't get that yeah i actually have two more i okay. kind of just be merged into one more mm-hmm. um i was annoyed with misaki in the the study arc yeah when she's cramming for entrance exams i'm like just spend valentine's day with your man yeah like it's it's I don't want to like say it's not fair to him, but it kind of isn't. It's not fair to him, you know. Like, um, ex- I, like I understand that exams are important, but you owe yourself and your partner a break. Yeah. Um, I don't know why I said I don't want to say it's not fair to him. It's not fair to him. I'm I'm gonna like fully state that. Um, and this is echoed more after they're married. Yeah. M- Misaki becomes a diplomat. Misaki becomes a diplomat and like given that she was such a good student council president like this is a perfect job for her Mm -hmm. and she's traveling for work all the time and she literally schedules travel for work the week after her wedding instead of like going on a honeymoon with Usui and I feel like that's really really rough he even says that she requested to travel at that time and that she doesn't make time for them to be together and i think that that's really unhealthy and not sustainable mm-hmm. so i just really didn't like that 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 is part of when i said that i was banana split at the end with my general reaction it's because of this i just mm-hmm. don't see the happiness in that that doesn't feel like happily ever after yeah. or like a fun romantic ending it feels like i'm worried for usui <laughs> Honestly, same. Like, I just, I think they gave up so much to be with each other. And so to just sacrifice that because you want to work, it doesn't really um, make sense. It doesn't Mm -hmm. really stay true to what the relationship could be or should be. Um, And honestly, like, if you're trying to travel, I don't know, like, you don't have to necessarily start work. But apparently she was just going to some country in Africa, just Africa. Yeah. Oh, right. Again, just Africa. Just Africa. Like, come on. Is it Namibia? Is it Kenya? Like, anyway. But she was going to Africa and I'm just kind of like, you can just, you can go to whatever country you're going to and he can come along for like, like, I don't know, like a couple weeks, two, three weeks. And then he leaves and you start work and you could just do it like that if you, if you have to be in that area. But it was really disappointing. Um, just seeing that, you know, like he's stationary in London and you're going all around the place for what, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I do want to end off our ice cream, you scream, hot fudge with Sakuya Aizawa, Mizaki's dad. So he mm. shows up looking as if he'd been homeless 
Mm-hmm. Possibly um, a little unkempt, I guess. He gets a haircut. He's making food. The food he makes is like top notch. Uzui is just like, you don't actually need to work at this cafe. You could go to like a better restaurant and earn more money and stuff. And he's all happy about that. And then he proceeds to hide himself. So my thing is, you purposely came to your daughter's workplace knowing that she worked there because he had to know it because he had the like mascot wolf head on top of his head when she started coming around. And then to just do this reveal at her workplace is crazy. I don't know. (laughs) Wild. It's I don't know why you wouldn't. If you're trying to come back around, why don't you go to the house first mm-hmm. and have a separate conversation? Why would you subject your children to interacting with you for the first time since they were literal like babies in front of all of these people? Like that's so unfair to them. Um, and I also it made me feel a way about Satsuki, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Because like at that point, your loyalty should be with Mizaki. And this is the person, the person you just hired is the real, uh, just the reason why Mizaki had to be constantly working at your store all of the time to make ends yeah. meet for mm-hmm. her family. And you just taking this person on because you need a cook. You couldn't just hire somebody else. Right. Like, and isn't he the first person who like showed up when she put a sign up? Yeah. You know? You can interview and test multiple people to see who's the right fit. Right. Like some somebody else might be able to mimic Usui style and made latte style better than Sakun. Yeah. And I mean, it's cool that you love your friends and all and y- you want to help them out of a tough spot, but your priority should be your family. Your literal blood family, your literal children. Mm-hmm. I cannot imagine leaving my family destitute to support somebody who put you in this predicament in the first place, who can't even come back into the country. And what do you have to show for it? Because you came into this like came into the manga like looking like a bum. Yeah. So all of those years away from your family, missing your children's milestones, missing the times when they absolutely needed you for a friend is the highest level of bullshit I have like ever seen, you know? Yeah. And I feel like even just trying to have this weird redemption, right? Where it's like Yuzui and Sakun cook against one another, like this challenge. And then Mizaki's like, oh, he can do part-time. It's like, no. No. Like, fuck that man. Like, you can get out, you know? And I think on top of it, I would like to add, like, Mizaki's mom. I think it's also wild that she just came up with lies to tell her Uh kids about why he was gone. She should have just told the truth after a certain point. No, absolutely. I think, like, I guess I understand if they're, like, too young to comprehend, like, maybe make a little something up. But in a way, she was weaponizing them against him. Not that she even had to do that work, because just him leaving alone is enough to, like, have them form their own opinion. Yeah. You know? So she was, like, making them hate him 
even more to, I guess, her own benefit in a way? Did that make her feel better? You know, it, it's it's so bad all around. Yeah. There was one point in um, chapter 71 when Hinata sat down with Sakun mm-hmm. and he tells him straight up, no matter how important your friends are, walking out on your family is not okay. And I was like, hell yeah. Yeah. Earning some brownie points for me, Hinata. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Because like somebody needed to step to him about that, you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, nobody was really doing it other than, like, Mizaki sort of expressing her anger and then having too much going on to really be able to flesh that out. Like, um, Mm -hmm. I'm glad that he said something. And honestly, I guess, you know, slight hot fudge that can attach to this is therapy. They should all get therapy. Um, Everybody's got to go to therapy. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Um, But I guess that was... Our manga retrospective of Maid Sama, guys. Yeah. Oh, Chica, we did it. We did it. We did it. We did it. <laughs> the episode's not done, though. So. No, no, we're still going. We're- this is our one year anniversary. You think we're ending here? No. No. Hi, everybody. My name is Paida, and I make J pop music, and I made the theme song for Shoujo Sunday's podcast. And I just love them so much. Uh, Thank you guys for putting up with my craziness every single time. And y'all's energy is immaculate on the podcast. You're so cute together and you work so well together. And happy anniversary. You guys have come a long way and you're only going to go even further. So thank you. We're going into our memories, guys. We're wearing our Shoujo Sunday shirts that that Gianna made. You can see it in the YouTube video. Yeah. Well, I ordered them. I didn't make them. Well, but had made. I had them made. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Podcasting for one year. Um. I'm just so thankful that we are doing this journey with each other. Um. Me too. Because, like, we started off, you guys, I know that if you listened to us on other podcasts and we talked about how we came together, like, we did not know each other. Like, <laughs> <right>? <laughs> No, we didn't. We, we met to do this podcast. <laughs> yeah, we met to do this podcast. And then it, like, kind of went from being just, like, a, being a business partnership to being, like, a friendship and stuff. And mm-hmm. honestly, I could not imagine going on this podcast journey without you Tiana like oh same to you oh my gosh yeah there's no one else who could have brought shoujo sunday to its full potential honestly than like I working with you thank you yeah yeah I just I love I love our podcast genuinely and it's like I'm Mm -hmm. not I don't think I'm being narcissistic or conceited by saying it like our podcast is so good, guys. <laughs> like, and if you've been listening to us for a while, like, you know it, you know? Yeah. You don't even have to get into the shows that we're talking about. You can stay just for Gianna and I's banter. 
to be honest. Yeah, you know, they say don't make something unless you're a fan of it. And I am a proud fan of Shoujo Sunday. Yeah. I I love getting into the nitty gritty and like picking things apart and rewriting things that we don't like and just like going off with hot fudge because either the writing really was or wasn't effective. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just such a joy to be doing this. And I just can't wait to see where our second year takes us. Honestly, like same. Um, And I just... I just feel like it's been so amazing doing this and being able to interact with you guys, you know, like mm-hmm. um, in our discord and, and stuff and just on socials and everything. It makes it all the more worthwhile to see people interact with us and talk to us about our opinions, um, you know, and even if people don't have the same opinion, it's still so much fun. And we've yeah. met so many great people along the way shout out to um Pida and Jem and Horo for show for creating our theme song like Mm -hmm. so iconic that we have a theme song by the Pida okay definitely go listen to Future Town Uh, she has a music video out get it to like 100k views yeah um or be one of the people that get it to 100k views Mm-hmm. Um, and Jem also has music out as well. Just try again is very it's a bop, okay? Yeah, but yeah, I just I'm so grateful to them. I'm grateful to um Sam, who's also Jello Plum. She made our logo. She's made also like a couple of our like other graphics as well, and mm-hmm. conceptualizing Shoujo Sunday and the look of it. Like it really couldn't have been done like without having um sam on board to like Mm -hmm. kind of get all of our ideas together and have our uniforms and stuff um i don't know i just i feel like and then also all of our i won't mention you all because there are are a lot but we also have podcast bffs yes like we love love you guys guys so much so much okay we also love all the people that we've collaborated with um it's just been Mm -hmm. an amazing journey so, like, I guess it's if I could cheers, I would say cheers to us, you know. Yes, cheers, like, with our cone. water bottle or something, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm looking back, I'm just so proud of how far we've come. And I'm so grateful to all of you for listening or watching this one. Yes. Or watching this one. Um, you know, for both of us to still be so passionate, even like probably even more passionate than we were a year ago, I feel like yeah. is a huge feat in and of itself. Because some podcasts fizzle out quickly, mm-hmm. but we've still got such a fire underneath us. Yeah. And I, I just love it. Like we stepped into this as brand new podcasters. And then once we were able to find our flow and our voices together, I really feel like we started to create something special.
not to give anything away, but I feel like we have some really cool stuff coming up. Yes. Like very exciting stuff, stuff that we've never done before yeah. coming up. And we're doing some collaborations and I'm just like so ecstatic about the things that we have lined up. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would love to say, I mean, I guess to sort of get into it, not fully, because like we just want, we got, want you guys to tune in literally next week. So guys, we used to be weekly. We went bi-weekly in January. We are technically weekly in July. You're <laughs> yeah, we're weekly this month. <laughs> <laughs> like, gorge yourself on Shoujo Sunday. Yes. Um, but we will be reviewing a very special film. And I guess our hint for that is that we are talking about ourselves, but we're talking about you. Yes. Indeed we are. Yes. So <laughs> can't wait for you guys to see what's next. It's very exciting. Our next couple of episodes, like, you've got to be there. I'm just mm -hmm. so serious. Um, yes. But, yeah, let's get into our Patreon shout-out before yes. we wrap things up. Oh, my gosh. I just want to give a huge shout-out to our patrons. We are so grateful for you. You have helped us out so much recently mm -hmm. uh, with funds for stuff, trying to outsource some things. And, you know, I, I we can't say thank you enough. Hanging out with you guys in the ice cream socials and Shonen Sunday, it's just a blast to be doing all of these extra things with you guys. Mm -hmm. And, you know, uh, we're looking forward to continuing Chainsaw Man and, like, had a full boyfriend, you know, <laughs> getting into all that with you guys, you know, just thank you for spending time and for your generosity and just like being our friends and our listeners. Like, let's just shout out our, the names that we've got. We've got our Sprinkles patrons. We've got PJ, Pete, and Akemi for our whipped cream patient. We've got Mark M, aka Radjisk. I love you, dude. Love He's you. on my close friends list on Instagram. You know, you're my bro. We've got Hot Fudge patrons, Mackenzie, Mark D, Aaron, and AJ, some more beloved friends yeah. in real life and online. Thank you guys so much yeah. for being our patrons it means the world to us um we like like gianna said we've been trying to figure things out you know we would love to go back to being weekly but that would mean taking on like an editor which you know mm -hmm. if you guys i mean might as well put that out if you guys know somebody that is doing audio engineering for podcasts and they're really cool, like, let us know. Like, we're very yes. much open to, like, working with people and stuff. And as long as they can provide, like, quality, like, and it's within our budget, we would love to work with them. Um, Absolutely. This money would also be going to, like, other costs. Like, we had to pay for our website, mm -hmm. um, the different, like, um, scheduling tools that we use for social media, we do so many commissions, guys. Y'all know that we're particularly notorious for that. GIFs yeah. and art included. Like, um, and then even I would even love to eventually get back into putting up transcripts. I was like take doing that out of pocket in the very beginning. Mm. And I was just like, uh, I cannot. Like, yeah. So yeah. if you guys would love to support us, um, even if you can't, you don't doesn't you don't have to technically do like hot fudge or whatever. Although there is Shonen Sunday, you don't have yeah. to do hot fudge. You can be one of our sprinkle on top um, patrons. 
it really does so much to help us. It does. Um, but yeah, so I guess, oh my gosh. Can can I say one more sappy thing? So, yeah, um, yeah, sure. I just, I, I want to also say, because we're coming fresh off of our huge Kyoya Oteri and the Crystal Ball fanfic episode, mm-hmm. I just want to say thank you not only to our listeners, but also to you, Chica, for allowing me to have the space to share my writing and be oh. creative and super nerdy. And like, you're also so enthusiastic about the fanfics as well. Like, that means so much to me because writing's been a hobby of mine since I was like, 11 or 12 so it's really nice and i appreciate it so much that i'm able to share my my writings on the podcast like uh, i mean i love i i was a fanfic girly okay like i said yeah i was i was fanfiction.net getting into the lemons <laughs> and stuff when they were talking about smut, all that things anyway i love fanfic so anytime you write it, I'm just like, okay, I'm here for it. Like, <laughs> let me go read. Like, I'm not really a voice actress, but I'm a try for this, you know? Oh, you're great. Um, <laughs> you and do just fine. And it's it's so much fun. And yeah. it's so much fun, especially just like working with you. And then we can talk about different ideas and you literally can just create it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> so, yeah, I just, I love Thanks. that. And yeah, it's it's just been amazing. It's been an amazing mm-hmm. journey. We made this through. We made it through without crying, guys. I'm like so proud. We did. <laughs> like, oh my god, we did. I didn't even. Sh- I didn't shed a thug tear. You know, <laughs> I was close. No, but I do have like the the muscles in my face hurt from smiling. Yeah, so we've yeah. got that going. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I guess that was our <laughs> first anniversary podcast episode the shoujo yeah. sunday special and Meitsama manga retrospective guys um thank you so much shoujo fans listeners friends um for celebrating our anniversary our birthday uh with us um this journey has been so rewarding and we wouldn't have made it without you um so please make sure if you aren't already Follow us on your preferred podcast platform. Also on YouTube, because this is on YouTube, guys, so you can see us. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, thank you. Uh, shout out to Dylan for editing. We appreciate you. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> for editing our YouTube video. But yes, please make sure to follow us on your preferred podcast platform and rate us five stars. Um, and also, if you are unable to be one of our patrons, it's perfectly fine. You can instead leave us a written five-star review on Apple Podcasts. It really mm. will help us out a lot and to get more people into all of our shoujo feels, um, our shoujo Sunday fun days, our realness. Um, yeah. So we would love to have more people find us. So, yeah, so please do that if you can't be a patron. Um, and outside of that, please make sure to follow our podcast on social media. We're Shoujo Sunday, um, quite literally everywhere, but definitely follow us, Twitter, Instagram. We're going to get to TikTok eventually, guys. I got just, there's a lot of things going on. <laughs> We're going to yeah. get to it, though. Yeah. Promise. So follow us on there. And I guess I'm Chica Supreme. You can follow me. On Twitter, Instagram, TikTok at Chica Supreme. That's Chica with a K and not two C's. Gianna? All right. I am Gianna Luna. 
And you can follow me also on Twitter, Instagram, and I'm going to be posting on TikTok a little bit this summer because I have a single coming out Yay! on August 31st called Twilight Champagne. Yay! So yes, I'm so excited. What a summer we have going. Yeah. Um, so you can follow me at Gianna underscore Luna underscore, and that's Gianna with one N. And so I guess we will see you guys. Well, I don't know about see, but you'll definitely hear from us next yeah. week. Yes, we will see you then. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Bye.